0: You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCZ LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
1: Thanks for visiting our archives for the Hispanic Chamber Connections radio program with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Remember, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach out to us at the link below.
2: Good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program. Live radio for the members of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, where you don't have to be Hispanic to be a member. You only have to be interested and be positive, and you have to just show up and we'll do the rest. We have a great show uh, program for you today. We have someone who's extremely interesting. I think all of you listening will get a kick out of everything you're going to learn today because he is a very versatile person. He comes to us from St. Louis. But he's now a native resident of the houston area uh he also is beginning to use our language so i i think i read around somewhere that he said y'all for the first time the other day in a real sentence so uh rick rick uh, demko thank you for being on the show rick pleasure pleasure's mine all right so so you know i'm a little distracted i I took a picture and i sent it to, (laughs) to a friend of mine and it's a terrible picture do you know how to remove a picture from instagram or from just facebook what do I need to do to get rid of this thing?
1: Face Facebook, I could probably help you with. But well, take a look at that.
2: In the meantime, I'll, I'll I'll say some things, and you can look at that and see if you can just get rid of it. So that she will look at it once and not have to look at it ever again, or hold, hold it over my head.
1: I'll work on my yaws while you're doing that. So,
2: so something important when you do take pictures of things and post them on Facebook, make sure you look at them first before you post them, and also make sure that you, you know, run them through, run them through a filter. That filter should be your own your own uh, your 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 better judgment and and, uh, because this picture of course was not a good one and now I'm gonna have to worry about it hopefully Rick can save the day anyway we have a great show as I was saying we have we have some things planned for you first we're gonna talk a little bit about what's going on at the Chamber of Commerce and what it takes to become a member Uh, one of the biggest uh, questions people ask and I've already answered it is that you don't have to be Hispanic to join but also what are some of the benefits I think Rick was successful did it work is it gone Not from the text message you sent, but
1: (laughs) I did not see it on Facebook or Instagram, so I think you're okay. Okay, so
2: my text is the one that's messed up, and and, you know, all right, well, we'll fix that, and if not, I'll just tell her, look, I was looking the other way. I was distracted. I was nervous. I think she already responded with the, yeah, she did, and she said it's nice, so. Just blame it on me. So so she's being very sweet. Thank you, Irma, and um, well, that's not me. As you can see, it's obviously not me. Anyway, so we're talking today about what's going on at the Chamber, what does it take to become a member of the Chamber, what are some benefits of the Chamber, then, then we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about final wishes insurance and what is it? why does that matter? What is that? How does that work? And of course, we have an expert here that's going to explain to us why it's possible that having preconditions, pre-existing conditions and, and other things that most carriers uh, reject, he can actually help you with. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Then we're going to talk more about uh, a little segment that we call Ask a Chikanro. A Chikanro is a person who was born and raised in the great city of Conroe and understands Hispanic culture. So we, we basically come up with, with different segments or different topics regarding the Hispanic culture and how they apply to Americans born and raised here who just sometimes don't understand Hispanic culture. So we, we'll discuss that uh, for a few minutes a little bit later. But first Rick, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on at the chamber. Sure, please. One of the biggest things that we have up here in Conroe is a monthly luncheon. We basically invite as many people as we can and we go to a place called Chocolate Passion. Ever been?
1: I haven't, but it sounds delicious. <laughs>
2: okay well it is it's it's, um sulai quinn is the owner and and she is uh south american and her husband's american okay and basically they have a secret formula for making chocolate so what they do is that they they have catering uh, as part of their business they they serve food so they make lunch for us and about 20 people show up every month uh on behalf of the chamber and we sit and just talk right so so it's networking and things like that that we do there so that's monthly and tomorrow's uh, the one-month um, anniversary, which means we're there tomorrow. Perfect. So at 1130 at, at this place called Chocolate Passion, we have lunch on behalf of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Then on Thursday.
1: I will be there, actually.
2: You, you, you're looking at your. At, your at, at my
1: calendar. It's on my calendar for tomorrow. So I will be there.
2: So that's something interesting for you all listeners. You don't always have to know what's going on, but if your calendar knows, <laughs> then you got it. So, so thank you, Rick. So we'll see you there tomorrow for sure. So that's going on tomorrow. Then on Thursday, we have something in a different part of the town, which was very exciting for us. That's Vintage Park. In the Vintage Park area, we go to a place called um, Spring Creek Barbecue. And there we have about 20 to 30 members show up. And we, we have lunch. Again, the whole point of these meetings is to have smaller, interactive networking meetings where people can actually talk about their business without having to, you know, Experience what happens when you go to larger groups, which, which is always something interesting, because the energy gets so fast. People tend to get really excited in, in the bigger groups. Mm-hmm. They begin to lie a lot more, you know, because they put on a different face. Now I have to show 150 people, 20 people that I'm successful, and so they start saying things that sometimes are not real honest or real true. Sure, you know, it's harder to connect in larger groups. So we understand that we do like large groups by all means, but we what we encourage small. Because we know what it takes to do business is just two people, sure. not necessarily a large group. So anyway, we're, on Thursday, we're at, we're at Bar- Spring Creek Barbecue. So if you like barbecue, there you go. We'll have that for you. Um, on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, um, a, a company called Carrington, Carrington International. They are a benefits company, and they'll be having a ribbon cutting at the chamber offices. A lady by the name of, of uh, Irma Banda who is uh, the national, one of her, one of their vice presidents, sorry. And she'll be the one uh, hosting that event. So that's Thursday night at the chamber offices here in the Woodlands. On Friday, we have Cafe Contigo. That's a monthly event, breakfast. You've been to that one, Rick. I have. At Natalita's at the same restaurant. In fact,
1: I think I joined the chamber because of that meeting.
2: I remember. <laughs> you were under the influence of Huevos Rancheros. <laughs> and we got to there. I mean, you know, you signed up, and, and it was very exciting to see you sign up. But uh, what made you want to sign up at that event, Rick? I, I,
1: so the name that you allude to with this, this chamber mm-hmm. idea, it, it really doesn't feel like a chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's much more than that. It's when I go to a chamber event, and, and this is just my perspective, of course, it, it's the pass your business card around sort of mm-hmm. a deal and uh, nothing worse than getting uh, a plethora of phone calls mm-hmm. or emails afterwards. And this, this was quite a bit different. The, the relationships were sincere, mm-hmm. uh, really visiting with each other and trying to, to figure out what we can do and to make introductions. It, it was just a, a different style of networking. And I think a lot of that had to do with with your format mm. um, and really re- presiding, if you will, over, over the meeting. We all got a chance to speak, um, which took a lot of pressure off of trying to speak to everybody. Sure. Being able to identify the, the few folks that really you need to, to make sure that you have a connection with before you leave. Right, um, Just seeing that, seeing the energy in the room, uh, plus, and we'll get into it a little bit more, but the, the market that I work in, the Hispanic market, severely under sure. uh, under. Uh, under supported. So that's, that's why I wanted to get involved with, with Mm -hmm. your group specifically.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, you know, much of what you're saying is actually the reason we started the chamber because you know, and people that have heard me and, or have listened to the show understand and realize uh, this is my story for this chambers. I did go to other chambers of commerce and you know, they didn't pay attention to small business. I didn't feel Mm -hmm. like I was getting any kind of service for the amount of money I was paying. And um, I didn't like that. And, And I thought, okay, so some, I have to affect change. And, and I remember going down the elevator, uh, uh, I was on a 20-something floor uh, downtown at a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, which will remain nameless, but it's the Houston <laughs> one. On my way down on the elevator ride, I said to myself, I'm just going to start my own thing. I, I stood in the lobby for 45 minutes. Nobody paid attention to me. They were having some sort of event inside, and nobody would come out and talk to me. One girl did you know, look at me, and, and, and she kind of uh, smiled, but didn't really respond to any of my questions, just basically said, wait here. And, and because of that, because that being one of the only forms of, of Chamber of Commerce that are out there, I said, I'm just going to start a small one in, in different cities and really overcome that whole issue of having to go to an ivory tower somewhere. And, and you know, so, so that's why this whole thing started. So anyway, I'm hoping that it's, it's having the right effect. So anyway, so we said Friday morning, breakfast, 830 to 1030 at Natalitas, which is on sawdust. It's right up here in North Houston, uh, and 45. It's easy to find. Natalistas used to be called Casa Casa Imperial. Casa Imperial. All right, so that's uh, Friday. On Monday, next Monday, this is something we do every Monday, and that's uh, focus, motivation. People come to the chamber office. If you're a member, and if you're not a member, you just want to check us out, come to the office, and we'll talk to you about your business. We'll talk to you about your marketing, especially your marketing. You know, Rick, I've realized so many people go into business and have no idea about marketing. You know and there are people in business that hate marketing i've heard that too like they'll tell you i hate marketing and i always tell them it's like needing to breathe and you hating oxygen you know what i mean because marketing is your oxygen without sure. doing something what's your opinion on, on that rick i mean how, how what's been your experience early on because i know now you're you are you know you're, you're pretty fluent in the marketing area but before when you first started what was your take on marketing
1: well it's tough to have have a business without sales mm-hmm. so uh how are you going to get at sales without marketing mm-hmm. it's it's you know there's a chicken and the egg kind of a conversation here that we could actually have between sure. uh, marketing and sales mm-hmm. and, um, it, marketing is not going to exist without the budget from sales and how are you going to get in front of people without the marketing mm-hmm. it's i think it's important to get your name out there and w- however that is uh, right. you know now we live in such a, a pretty neat age but with uh, social media we've been accessing those platforms as we've been talking here Absolutely. Uh, makes it very easy for folks to be accessible. Mm-hmm. If you're a small business, then having a, a presence on there is certainly uh, important, but also interacting with other folks outside of your own organization to get an idea of what's working, where are the events that, that I need to be at where right. I can meet this particular type of person. So it's a, a shotgun blast versus a sniper and being able to really focus in on the type of, of person you want to interact with and hopefully use that to leverage your business and, and to grow.
2: Sure. So sure. marketing's critical. Right. Without marketing, and that's the biggest thing is if you understand just the concept of marketing, because we have training on marketing with all our, everybody that joins the chamber, we always run them through a 25 point, you know, sort of audit just to figure out where they are and how we can help them. And it's almost invariable. Even if they are nonprofits, no matter what they are, if they don't have a marketing plan or some sort of idea of what this means, then, sure. then they're having problems. Sure. And, and what, because what a marketing plan does for you is it gives you intention. You know, you have to go out to the marketplace first and be like, You know, you have to show up like, okay, with people, you have to have a personality, so to speak, you know, and, and that's the first step is attraction. You have to attract people somehow. Mm -hmm. Then after you interact with them a little bit, you have to find out if they're interested in you, right? If they're interested in your service and your business, et cetera, et cetera, then you can talk about selling, but without attraction, without that whole front, front end piece, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And so when people show up to the market, homely, upset, ugly, and angry, (laughs) guess what? You're not gonna get any business. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, know you're,
1: you're not gonna last long.
2: Well, even if people even if you hire people, a PR agency, which is marketing, a form of marketing, or or if you hire a sales guy, if you're not if you don't have that capability of empathy with people, it, it will it will hurt you at some point, you know? Sure. So anyway, all right, so that's our piece on marketing. Uh, we talk about that and we're very straightforward about it with our Monday meetings because the meetings tend to be more like a mastermind meeting, more of a of a sit down and feedback type, you know. Uh, if people bring us issues of, of sales or issues with, with, with people they want to meet or things like that, then we discuss that. Our whole point as a chamber of commerce is to make those connections or to help you make those connections. You know, so if there's someone that you want to meet and you're a member of this chamber, look at the directory and um, tell me who you want to meet and I'll, I'll facilitate an introduction. No problem. As long as you have something to sell. That's another thing. You know, We've had folks want to sell certain items to presidents of companies and that doesn't work. You know? <laughs> Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, you do want to, I, I, I would, you know, always ask you, okay, how is this going to help the company you're going to call? And if you can't make a case for it, then you're not going to make a case with the CEO sure. or, or someone in that company. So I'd rather save you and, and everyone else the time. Mm-hmm. Right? But we all, but for sure, we facilitate that whenever possible. All right. So those are the things going on at the chamber. Uh, Rick, what kind of things are you going to be doing with us? Are you going to be showing up to, you said already tomorrow's lunch for sure?
1: Yeah. First of all, happy birthday, young man. Oh,
2: thank you. Yes.
1: Smooth looking, thirty five years young. Thirty five, yeah. I've got a couple chamber events uh, looking at my calendar now, so that's that's kind of my thing. And thankfully, you you uh, send out the calendar of events mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of the month, so I can pick and choose what it, what uh, is going to fit my my week best. And it looks like I'm going to be with you tomorrow uh, at the Conroe monthly lunch, and then I'm I'm also planning on being at the Vintage Park event uh, yes. Thursday for
2: lunch. You know, the Vintage Park event I've heard is. Not I've heard, I know. It's, it's a very good event because it, it combines a lot of different groups, different people, you know, and that, that's something else, is that the Woodlands has a good amount of, of events. You know, you can network a lot mm-hmm. in the Woodlands, and it's, it, that's great. But if you go south of a few major uh, avenues, then there's nothing. Like sure. on 2920 or south of that, 1960, you get less and less groups, you know?
1: Yeah, my, so my office, selfishly. My office is off in 1960 West, so it's that vintage park. Uh, oh, it's right there. It g- gives me an excuse to, to leave the office for a little bit for lunch. Sure, so. get some barbecue. Absolutely. I mean,
2: and, and, well, and the thing is, the people that show up there, like I said, are, are close by there. But some, some of those folks are part of our chamber and joined in the woodlands because they had nowhere else to go. Right. right? So now, now that's why we, we expanded down to Vintage Park, aside from some other wonderful reasons. That-
1: or some folks travel. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I I get around pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. I drive thirty five thousand miles a year, just uh, probably in the the Houston area. Yeah, and uh, you know, being able to to branch out to the the same group just mm-hmm. with a with a different venue, whether it's Houston or or another part of town, is a is a benefit to me as well. So
2: thirty five thousand miles, <clears throat> shamefully, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. And so I'm trying not
1: to travel as much as I used to.
2: So if you rented or leased a car, they I said it's ten thousand miles. <laughs> there's, That's there's no crazy.
1: Way. Yeah, I think they do 25 cents a mile for, for uh, overage. So there's, I've got 200,000 miles on my car and hoping to get another 100,000 on it. We'll see.
2: Squeezing the car until it's dead. And that's actually a big Hispanic thing. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that, that we do tend to, you know, um, hold on to our cars, even 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 when you're not supposed to, even when it's almost illegal to have the car. <laughs> because back home, that's all we do is We buy one car for your entire life almost. You know, you don't buy cars like wow. we do here in America. It's too you know, once every two years or something. Yeah. Back home, it's you got your car, you fix it. You make it work, right. you know? Which is just a different form of thinking. Okay, so let's talk about something else then. Because I did want to say that um, this, this week is National EMS Week. Did you know that? I did not know that. I had lunch with Chris Way, who's a first responder. I know Chris. And, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's uh, what is he, Cook Insurance. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, he said to me, you know, make sure you, re- you, you mention that it's you know, first responders week. Okay, Yeah, and like, it, it's a big deal.
1: And I understand we've got uh, Cypress Creek, uh, mm-hmm. Creek EMS mm-hmm. has recently been nationally uh, recognized as right. well, so mm-hmm.
2: props to them. Yeah, they're a great group of guys. The way we're involved with, with, with uh, the first responding uh, community is, is through uh, Emergency Chaplain Ministries. Uh, they were here a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and, and uh, for us it's, it's a huge, a huge uh, benefit to first responders what they do. You know, first in. Taking care of first responders is so difficult. Because nobody pays attention, yeah. You know, the the massacre that just occurred in, in England, you know, it, it was even in the news. that it's so difficult for everyone to deal with that. But how much more difficult is it for the first responders there sure. to pick up kids and, and all those sure. other you know?
1: Yeah, and as a father, I can't imagine um, having those images still weighing on my mind and trying to, to, to lay down to rest to go to bed, right? Uh, you know, before I, I start my next day and, and trying to. You know, those first responders, who are they going to communicate that stuff to? Sure. You know they, yeah. don't, they don't want to project that same image onto their spouse right. or, or, or their families. Uh, so you hold that in. Right. And what good is going to come from that?
2: Mm-hmm. And it's known that no good comes from that. So that, that's, right. that's why the, the Emergency Chaplain Ministries is so valuable. We're talking with, uh, with Rick Demko, with the Guardian Group. He's going to talk to us a little bit more about uh, last or final wishes, insurance, and things like that when we come back. So we'll be back in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll be right back.
0: 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. And we're back. We're back with Rick
2: Demko from The Guardian Group. Uh, this is uh, one of my more interesting interviews this month, for sure, because most people don't like to discuss final wishes, or they don't like to talk about about. uh the departure to, to the, the next realm of our of our family members, our loved ones, et cetera, et cetera. Yet we all know that this is a reality. This is an inevitable part of life. And and why why make it so difficult for us if it's part of life? Then we shouldn't we shouldn't be so so put off by talking about these things. But um but Rick, you have found that that people uh, uh, treat treat uh, final wishes as taboo. Is that correct?
1: Then? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a there's a few truths in life, mm-hmm. and uh, really, they say that there I'm not a CPA,? Okay? Okay. So so they said there are, there are two certainties in life, death and taxes. So unfortunately, I'm here to talk about death. where everyone's gonna die someday. Sure. Uh, I, I think if anything, probably to a fault, I, I'm almost too candid when it comes to this conversation. Mm. But the way that I sit down with my clients and and uh, also my agents around the country, I, I do it in a way. So if we, if we head this off, we plan for it, it's mm-hmm. uncomfortable, but you deal with it. You don't have to worry about it again.
2: Okay. So, so Rick, Rick Demko with the guardian group, tell us, Rick, what is it specifically then that you're dedicated to? What kind of work do you do with people who calls upon you? Uh, go ahead and elaborate please, if you would.
1: So the guardian group is a final wishes agency. is, is how I like to talk about it. It's a final expense life insurance agency.
2: But there's more to it
1: than just providing a check when a loved one passes away. When each of us die, at that point, what's the next step? There's so much more involved than here's a check. So helping the family through that process, uh, understanding that there's some things that legally you don't have to do. Hmm. Uh, So just understanding a couple of those laws can can often save families thousands of dollars.
2: So, Rick, when a loved one dies, for instance, and we have your insurance, we're covered with your agency, uh, do you help us with funeral uh, arrangements and things like that?
1: Yeah, we certainly can. So if... I like to use products as well as other companies because at some point I'm going to die and hopefully not for a long time. Um, I'm sure my bride and my son would appreciate it if I stick around for a few more years, Uh, but it's going to happen someday. So I like to pair everything with another entity, Mm -hmm. but if push comes to shove, if someone contacts me and they're asking for help after someone passed away, it's easier for me to help you while you're still alive than when you're after you've passed mm. so if i can talk to you beforehand that means we can put a plan in place and that that can not just financially i talk about the funding and the planning okay. uh, the funding the money part is, is simply a piece of it but also having a plan and an idea of of what folks want it saves a lot of headache mm. you don't want to be making certain decisions on that day so
2: what's the average cost of a funeral what would you say
1: Depends who you ask. I know what the national average is. It's 10,500, about nationwide. Here in mm-hmm. Texas, it's probably about that. If, if not, maybe even about $10,000.
2: And I've heard that cremation is cheaper. It's- so so it can
1: be. Uh, I'll tell you a very brief story about a young lady that I met two, maybe two and a half years ago in Huntsville, Texas, not far from here. And uh, at the time she was 84, she told me that she lost her, hus- her husband 12 years prior. Mm. And I, I, I said, uh, you know, if you don't mind me asking, uh, tell me about that experience and she said well it was great it didn't cost her a penny it didn't cost her a thing i said you must have had some life insurance she said yeah i did i said well, so how much of that money did you get back from that life insurance she said well, well nothing but it was great because the the funeral director took care of everything it was wonderful i said great it, it, if you don't mind me asking how much was that that insurance policy she said well it was twenty thousand dollars i said wow that must have been one heck of a nice burial she said no he was cremated
2: hmm. okay.
1: so a twenty thousand dollar cremation now, uh, the national average for a cremation is about $3,500, mm-hmm. okay? But it depends who you ask. There, there's a, a large shop here in town. Uh, I won't mention a name, but if you go to any of their shops, what they will tell you is that the average cost is between twelve and $15,000 you know, for a deal. burial.
2: It's a big deal in Hispanic culture that uh, forever uh, the Mexican government and other governments have been trying to instill upon the, the members of, of, uh, of these nations that they should be cremated because everybody tries to send the bodies back home sure but we don't like cremation so so as a hispanic culture they they prefer non-cremation they prefer the body and and so even if it is cheaper sometimes sometimes they need as you've said they're underserved and they're undereducated as well
1: very much so and it's it's it uh, money is a big part of it okay Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the reason why a lot of folks are getting cremated it's not because it's trend and in vogue it's because frankly it's easier to to come up with fifteen hundred dollars than it is fifteen thousand of course uh, and with the Hispanic culture, for instance, if, if somebody wants to go to Mexico, uh, we, everything's negotiable on this side of the border. Hmm. So, and, and you certainly know that south of the border, you're, you're looking at, at possibly using cash to pay for bribes in order for to sure. transport somebody. That that stuff happens. I can help a family all the way to the border um, and hopefully giving them the, the ability and the finances in order to, to help make the rest of the process
2: more fluid. So that's part of what you do then? Try to, yeah. But you also work with life insurance?
1: Life insurance is a big part of it. I like having a vehicle that's going to provide somebody the ability to pay for, for the plans that we put in place. So getting an idea of, of where someone is health-wise uh, is going to tell me kind of the path that we need to go. Now, I can, can firmly say that from the age of, of two weeks to the age of 85, there's no one that I cannot help okay. with a with financial product. Uh, I Just last week, I had somebody said, why don't I just put 15000 into a savings account so that way when I die... That money's going to be ma- made available so that sounds great on paper uh-huh. but how much have you saved so far
2: sure.
1: <laughs> and you know what the answer was the answer was zilch it was nothing yet. Mm-hmm. nada mm-hmm. so as that's fine if you want to start saving now but if you were to die yesterday that means that the family would still be with zero dollars
2: talk about pre-existing conditions rick what are you doing in regards to pre-existing conditions
1: so pre-existing is kind of a buzzword we don't really use that in the life insurance arena but it's more of the health insurance side and, and because with everything going on with health insurance it is becoming more of my vernacular um, if somebody has uh, severe respiratory issues, COPD, emphysema, heart ailments, they're taking heart medications, maybe that little nitro pill that they always have uh, in their front pocket, or uh, insulin-dependent diabetic, uh, Crohn's disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, pretty much anything that you can you can you can fathom, I'm still going to be able to help. Uh, to, to a lot of companies, some of these ailments are going to scare them.
2: How does somebody give you a buzz? Rick? If I, I mean, want to reach out to you. How do I get? In touch with you.
1: So the easiest way, my direct office line is 832 463 1911 Or also email Final Wishes, plural, final wishes tx at gmail.com. Gmail. You still use a Gmail? Well, I've, I've got final wishes at rickdemco.com, but I'm afraid that people won't be able to spell my last name. So <laughs> Gmail for me.
2: Probably can't because there's no C in Demco. And 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 you did notice that when i spelled your name yesterday or the day before or whatever on facebook the get, autocorrect goes, goes to demo demo yeah and i almost i almost i published your whole thing with rick demo i didn't realize it it had corrected itself i did a few but then you caught the last
1: one it's okay birthday boy oh, okay i'm forgiven
2: because it's my birthday so we said again eight three two six four six three one nine one one. uh 1911 even to discuss plans and to figure out how someone can work with you Who is the average person that calls you and and, and wants to talk to you?
1: So recently I went through the last 1,000 policies that I wrote and in doing so I I noticed a lot of trends. The Mm -hmm. average uh, death benefit or case size was about Mm $10,000. Now that that doesn't mean that I don't do certainly more than that. In fact, before I came in, uh, I wrote another four and a half million on a young couple. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on everyone's situation, but typically folks aren't thinking about dying until the you know, they're getting older or they've been diagnosed with something. I'd rather get my hands on you while you're young and healthy because I can design plans that you don't have to pay forever. Mm. You can pay for a few years and then it's paid up. It's wow. done. You'll it can never be taken away. And certainly your rates are going to be better, the younger and healthier you are. Sure. So it's, it's, it's never too late to be talking about this. If you're 95, I'm not going to be able to help you. Uh, I could still teach your family some things, but I want to, I want to help the family financially as well. Sure. sure.
2: So, for instance, in, at the Chamber of Commerce, we have a, a great group of young chiropractors. Maybe you've talked to them already. And if not, then we need to sit down with them and figure out what's going on. Because they're out in the Champions area, just really close to you. Okay. And uh, Peak Potential Family Chiropractic. So, if you're listening, Dr. Zach, it's for you. <laughs> so, are they are they part of your, of your arena yet? You, have you talked to them at all?
1: I have not. Uh, but I, I did recently hear a chiropractor say that they were looking uh, at, at trying to prevent folks from diabetes. Uh, And so I'm not exactly sure how how that that works. But um, if somebody's already to that stage, insulin dependent diabetic, or maybe if they're just taking metformin, um, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Even if they had any complications from their diabetes, a a kidney failure because of it, or whatever the case, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be able to help. And we can custom design plans. I'm a budget guy. It's got to fit your budget. Otherwise, we we, will scale it back sure uh until it does or or frankly i'll just teach you some things and, and send you on your way i'm going to leave you in better shape than i found you i promise okay
2: so so these chiropractors these people they're four in total and they're all in the, under the age of 35 so they're young people for sure in terms of uh, not Perfect. only in life but also in their careers and and all so if they don't have life insurance or if they haven't talked to you then we need to make sure that, that you get in front of a couple of these guys and maybe knock some sense into them if they're not already covered so <laughs> We it's love easy. you, but come on, guys, right? Sure, okay. absolutely. So we'll, we'll make sure we talk about that when the time comes. Uh, something we, we wanted to talk about also, Rick, with you, because I know what you're doing, and I know that what you're doing is very effective, and that's networking. So when we come back from break, we'll talk a lot more about your networking skills and, and how to acquire those skills and what are some recommendations you might have for young, young pups in our chamber. So sure. we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll be right back.
0: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio.
2: And we're back, this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program designed specifically for members of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, but also the Vintage Park Hispanic Chamber, the Katy Hispanic Chamber, the Galleria, and the Heights Hispanic Chamber. So you're all part of the same family of chambers. We haven't been able to name the mother ship yet, but the mothership will be something like the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Chambers or something. We have to find the legal name that won't get us sued because we've been through the ringer with a few names already with other chambers in town who don't necessarily like what we're doing and express it through nice lawsuits about our name. They can't do anything about other things, but they can, and they have come after us for other reasons. So that just tells me that uh, you've inspired me, other chambers, if you're listening. Thank you, because it just gives me more energy and more fuel moving forward. Anyway, we're here with Rick Demko. Rick is with uh, The Guardian Group, final wishes expert, uh, life insurance expert, and also business expert. Uh, You have quite the reputation out there, Rick, just so you know. That makes me nervous. <laughs> well, let me explain. <laughs> um, some people know you as a very, very good networker, that you're basically willing to talk to anyone and network your way into groups and things like that. What's outstanding about that, which is the comment that I wanted you to, to, to express upon or to, to expand on, was the fact that you don't talk about you. You talk about other things. So tell us a little bit about your technique, and then I'll follow up with you asking, uh, with asking you for a few key pointers that you can give the you the new young pups in this arena
1: sure so I, i'll show you exactly how it's done so i want to give Thank a you. shout out to my my parents who are listening at lake of the ozarks in missouri uh and also to dr alger who practices here in conroe uh so dr alger actually invented the orthodontic lights that my father used to use over his orthodontic chairs so if he's listening there's your shout out uh it's we'll always do it again in a minute it's always been about connecting uh, I grew up in small business. I've, I've been a small business owner on a couple different facades, uh, and I always wanted to be a connector. And how you do that is trying to figure out what the perfect prospect is for somebody else mm. and then going out and finding it. And the reason why I like that approach, it's not really an, an approach. I, I think it's so much of my being that it's, it just comes very natural to me. But I know that if I introduce somebody to Dr. Carlos,
0: mm-hmm. the, the
1: one thing that you two have in common is me. So if I'm the one that makes the introduction, you're going to talk about wonderful things about me, oh, at least wait. for the first couple of minutes, yeah. and then that'll wear off, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, it's being a part of the right organizations, trying to to find someone's perfect prospect. Maybe it fits you. Just in any way that you can, just providing value first mm-hmm. before you start asking.
2: Okay. So you, you you show up, big smile, you know, you comb your hair, whatever. You go in there and you look for anyone. First person that gives you eye contact, you say hi. How are you? Uh, I'm Rick. What do you do? Like that?
1: So there, there's, there's a lot of strategies behind this, and we don't have enough time to get into them. Uh, give, me,
2: give me a straight so that the, the, the listeners can take something with them.
1: Uh, so, so two different routes you can go. You right. can either go towards someone who you think's a big influencer in the room and, and try to get buddy-buddy with them, or you could go the opposite route and find somebody who's standing off to the side. Um, You could take either one of those types of people and still create value for them. Mm. Um, The one that's being loud and is obviously a center of influence. Why do you want to meet them? They're going to know more people, but you might be able to provide more value for the one who's who's being a little bit more of a recluse and standing off in the corner and, and doesn't know what to do. You're going to master your craft quicker when you're able to coach and educate other folks. So if you can get them into the fold and provide value for them, you're going to end up better at what you do.
2: Right. Okay, so so and you also mentioned earlier that that one of your main techniques or, or tools within your business now is just 100% networking.
1: 100%. So in, in the final expense business, and mm-hmm. and even with the 150 or so agents, depending on the day uh, that I have around the country, they're very very lead focused. Going back to that advertising and marketing that we talked about, my personal book of business, I do none of that. Mine's 100% based on relationships. Um, finding insurance professionals that can't write the types of policies that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, working with the families of, of clients that I already have or going to something like a BNI and i group. I've, I've been a Rotarian for 10 years. It's something that I believe in. Uh, or chamber events, mm-hmm. certainly.
2: Oh, thank you for finally plugging the chamber. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, trick, I wanted to ask you again if you would, because I want to videotape this. Would you, uh, like in two seconds, give us your, your plug again for the, the shout-outs that you just said? Go ahead. So and, and, and again, a, a quick
1: shout out to my parents. Uh, hi, mom and dad. Since now it's a video uh, from the Lake of the Ozarks and, uh, in Missouri and also uh, their dear friend, Dr. Alger, who certainly uh, helped my dad in his practice with the lights over their orthodontic chairs who practices here in Conroe or used to. Hi, guys.
2: All right. So that silence you heard was Rick um, finalizing his shout outs to some people. And, and we do want to respect the folks that are listening. If you... Or a member of this chamber, and you would like to be a part of this program, please reach out to me. I'm happy to uh, to feature you, so you can feature your business and talk a little bit about you and about the things you're doing. Because this is how we show you that you matter and that we care about you. I mean, there's other ways, of course, but but this one I think is very peculiar to our chamber. Other chambers do things that are similar. I just don't know that they do them the same way that we're doing them. Because really. Um, I really appreciate that, that you're here today, Rick, and, and talking about not only your business, which is very interesting, but also other things because you're very knowledgeable and you can teach a lot of people a lot of the things you know. But going back to, to uh, your value proposition and, and sort of the thing that, that you're most well-known for, the people you work with, best with, what, kind, what would you say is, is the highest level thing that you provide to, to a family? Is it peace of mind? Do they feel more comfortable after talking to you? What would you say would be the biggest reason they would even call you?
1: So I got into this business on purpose. On purpose. Mm-hmm. And it, I think if you talk to to a lot of folks that, that are in kind of the final expense area, they landed there because maybe their career wasn't going the way they thought it would. Sure. So it's a very interesting thing. Mm. So a lot of folks that do what I do don't stick around very long. Okay. They weren't good at what they did before. They didn't choose this business that chose them. So I'm a little bit different. I do this because I really, truly do care. Mm. I, I, I decided that there had to be a better way. I saw too many people getting taken advantage of, and it's why I'm so passionate about what I do do. Um, I got 350 hugs last year.
2: Okay. Which is amazing. You count the hugs you get. I absolutely do. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. I know the more hugs I get, the money just follows. And it's not about the money. It's just serving as many families as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I do that through education and and making sure that on a really bad day, they've got somebody in their corner. Not just financially. Mm -hmm. The, 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 The life insurance part, believe it or not, is easy. Mm-hmm. but also helping the family through that process, making sure that they have a plan, uh, teaching some things about the laws and what to expect when a loved one passes away so, on a really bad day. So, Rick, uh, have
2: you found that you pretty much, and you've said this earlier, but I want to make sure our listeners are aware, you can pretty much work with anyone. I can work with anybody. From the age of, of two weeks
1: old to the age of 85. Okay. So, I, I uh, towards the beginning of this year, I wrote an interesting case uh, on a, a young lady in, in the, the third ward who was HIV positive. Hmm. That's uninsurable for the vast majority of life insurance company. Not only was I able to, to help her, but she also had a, a son that was incarcerated Wow! and I was able to write a plan on him. So it, that's kind of an, an extreme. If, if you're on oxygen, if, mm-hmm. if, if you simply are diabetic and maybe you're, you're a little heavier than the doctor would like and your BMI is a little off, a lot of insurance companies are, are, are going to be a little standoff about yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and those the, just because you're, you're diabetic doesn't mean you're going to die right, right away. Okay, Just because you, you had cancer, maybe you're currently going through cancer, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to die right away. Right. So I can put you in plans that are going to be there no matter when you pass away.
2: Have you found uh, any any concerns about what's going on with the national sort of rhetoric that's going on right now with pre-existing conditions and all? Uh, has, that, has that become a concern of your customers, your clients, the people that call you? You know, if anything,
1: it's helped me um, because it, it it's so I talk about these. What if you kind of die types of plans? Mm-hmm. So uh, life insurance is, is, is very simple and it's basic form. You pay a little check. So that way, when you die, your family gets a big check. That's life insurance 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and folks find that they're uninsurable with they can't get health coverage. They're so worried about if they do die. Well, thankfully, there's also products that I'm able to utilize. What if you have a heart attack? Sure. What if you have a stroke? What if you, you, you become terminally ill? We can actually tap into some of those benefits before you die wow. uh, and use those to pay off medical bills or start planning for your final arrangements.
2: And so a good time is any time, truly. The best time, obviously, is the young chiropractor, young bucks that we talked about who are just so so healthy, it's crazy. Sure. But, but truly, a good time is any time. The,
1: the, younger, the, the younger and healthier, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yesterday, I, I wrote somebody. She had dementia, uh, cirrhosis of the liver, um, as well as some other ailments. I won't get into it, but uninsurable for a lot of carriers. I wrote a great plan on her, no waiting period or anything like that, full coverage from the very first day. It fit the family's budget. And from there, I ended up taking care of the husband and wife, and they have three teenage ki- children. Wow! I, I put plans on them as well. That, so when the kids, uh, hopefully they'll be out of college at that point, but mm-hmm. they don't have to pay for a tremendous amount of time. You don't have sure. to pay this your entire life. You pay for a couple years, and the plans cannot. Way. Oh, very good. but if you're young and healthy I can I can do that those I call them the sexier types of plans Sure. Yeah, with more you, bells and whistles we and... can do those plans mm-hmm. y- you give me more ability to, to for some options when you're younger and healthier very good. if if you're if you're getting up there in age and you've got some things going on we're gonna be limited by some of the plans that we can do sure. very good
2: so we're talking with uh, with Rick Demko he's with the Guardian Group this is the Hispanic Chamber Connection live radio program when we come back from break we'll talk more about some some really interesting things about Hispanic culture and we'll talk more with Rick. So we'll be right back.
0: A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Wanna know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio.
2: And we're back. We're here with Rick Demko with The Guardian Group. Uh, This is Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program. Uh, in this final segment of the show, we'd like to talk about different things, uh, sort of recap what we've talked about today. Um, remember that tomorrow is, is lunch here in Conroe, so that is pretty much my recap. I want you that if you can, please show and show your support for the Chamber of Commerce. We have lunch at Chocolate Passion from 1130 to 1 p.m. Then uh, some of the more outstanding things we talked about today. Rick Demko is a, is a life insurance expert and also a final wishes expert. Uh, I would say consultant, if that's the word, I'm not really sure. He'll talk to you about things that you might not have ever thought about, or maybe you've thought about, but have been a little bit concerned to, to uh, really learn more about. And that, that's what's going to happen, what's going to happen when the inevitable does happen. And, and how can his agency, his company, help you help those that, that uh, stay behind once you depart? So it's an interesting conversation, a great topic. I, I thought uh, Rick is very, very knowledgeable. So for sure, if you have any questions or any comments that you'd like to make, it's okay to give him a buzz. It's 832-463-1911. You can give him a call and find uh, and answer some of those questions you might have. So uh, before we, we get back uh, to everything, Rick, in a few sentences, tell us again then, what is your highest value to, to uh, our members and to the people that are listening?
1: So the Guardian Group is a final expense agency. Uh, we've got agents all over the country, and but really focusing on the funding and planning of final arrangements, uh, helping the family through the process, not just funding uh, the you know your, your burial or cremation or paying stuff off, but but helping the family through that process and making sure that the money from those plans actually goes to the pocket right. of your family instead of a salesperson at a funeral home. Very good.
2: Let me tell you something. Okay, so we're going to get into this section called Ask a Chicanro. Chicanro, like we've said, is someone who was born and raised in the states but lives in conroe who understands hispanic culture so we call them chick Conros. the name was made up and coined by a man by the name of uh, of andy glass his wife's uh, his wife is, is becky glass yes. becky is a member of our chamber of commerce she's also an insurance agent but she does other types She does health insurance or not no commercial insurance right that, that's her thing
1: i think she's a multi-line agent i yeah. think she can, she can do just about anything
2: sorry becky i'm just misrepresenting you. But yes, Rick, thank you for that save. Anyway, her, her uh, husband is a wonderful uh, supporter of our Chamber of Commerce. He actually donated the, the float we used at our um, right. St. Patrick's Day parade. So, so he's been very, very uh, supportive of our chamber. Anyway, the topic I wanted to discuss with you was, was two, but th- let, me give, let me give you one that I think goes right into what you've been talking about. It's very common that when people of, of first-generation Hispanics in this country, when, when someone dies in their family, they don't cremate the body. They put the body in, in its respective uh, box, right? because there's no other word, and they ship them back home. Mm-hmm. So this one family back in Dallas um, had the father had a, some sort of accident at work, and so, so he passed, and, and he was shipped back to Mexico. And when he got there, they opened the box, and it was another guy. No kidding. Right? It was, I think, a lady or something. It was just an awful incident of all the expenses, everything they did to get him there. Yeah. And somewhere along the line, they switched the guy. Just a whole other person. Yeah. Right? So the responsibility, I mean, they, they had to call the government, they had to call the consulate, all these things they had to do because the guy was you know, not the right person. They, they had everything already prearranged for the funeral, paid for in mm-hmm. Mexico. Wrong guy. So but what their problem was that they didn't have insurance. Everything was paid out of pocket. And to find and locate the right body, was virtually impossible Sure. because nobody was responsible.
1: Normally I would say unbelievable, mm-hmm. but unfortunately I've seen this sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. And it's, it's a, once, once you're attuned to a sure. topic like this, you end up seeing this stuff more and
2: more, right. which is unfortunate. So in that case, I know that they went through all, and the reason I know is because I was president of a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in Irving, Texas, which is right in Dallas. Sure. And it, it was not a member, but it was someone that we knew who was asking for support like on this side help me find my father type thing mm-hmm. we had no, I, I had no, I, I didn't know what to do you know uh, i do know that there were a lot of folks saying it wasn't their fault you know the funeral directors people like that so in essence that's pretty much something that you've seen before then it's not an uncommon thing outside of i wouldn't say it's common <laughs> right
1: however it's 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 amazing some of the stories that you still hear uh, not too long ago there was uh, a, a a shooting in dallas remember all the there was a number of police officers sure. that were, that were uh, shot by a sniper what was so bad about that entire thing is the price gouging from funeral homes mm. in that area mm-hmm. it's you know the, the market runs everything so if, if they can charge they will charge And more sure. Sure. which is unfortunate mm-hmm. and i i'm very attuned to it and just yesterday i, I saw another story about mm-hmm. a veteran who had to be displayed on basically a steel table uh, because his his family didn't want to pay nine thousand dollars for him to be displayed in a casket, wow, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. There's no, he was a veteran, and it's the picture is gruesome, it, not really gruesome, but it's very sad. I mean, he's displayed on a table. There's 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 not even a pillow for his head to be rested on, and he's draped with a with a with a flag. It's it's not right.
2: It was now, how can you guys help any of that? If you would have uh, talked to the family beforehand, or. or- what would have been your intervention that would have avoided something?
1: Like Usually with, when somebody that's involved knows what they're doing, uh, a lot of times funeral homes won't try to get away with some of the things sure. that they typically would. Mm. Uh, there's some laws that I like to, to talk about. For instance, a, a funeral home can't refuse a casket that's purchased from somewhere else mm. or charge a handling fee, which means you don't have to buy a casket from a funeral I've
2: home. I've seen that. You can buy it on, on like, online you can buy really inexpensive caskets i'm
1: pretty sure that costco is also one of the supporters of the chamber and you can buy a casket from costco right so just knowing that law can save a family thousands say that that
2: again costco costco right here in conroe absolutely has caskets
1: and the the, the greatest all beef dollar 50 hot dog ever
2: the greatest all beef okay (laughs) dollar 50 hot dog there you go so (laughs) so you have some great information maybe a little bit too much on behalf of rick but yes for sure casket uh, you can save money on your casket. You can, you can save a lot of money on your insurance. Just talk to Rick. Give him a buzz and, and let him answer your questions. It's 832 463 1911. So, ask a Chikanra, we said earlier. The biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, Rick, I know we're out of time almost, but, he, but here it goes. That's people disappearing. It happens to us a lot, and that somebody will say to you, Yes, I'm buying, yes, I'm buying, and then before you know it, they're gone. You can't find them anywhere. Uh, have you found that to be common also with Americans, you know, just with Americans in, in the general market? Uh, I've learned like buyer's remorse almost. I've,
1: funny, funny story about buyer's remorse. I uh, probably 12 years ago, I bought a whole life $1 million insurance policy and I had buyer's remorse. I kept it for three days and I canceled it. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I will tell you that people are people. Uh, they, they sometimes say they're going to do something and, and typically don't, follow
2: through yeah I just have no choice but to accept it and move on it's true so we've been talking to rick demko rick demko is with the guardian group uh, final wishes uh, uh, insurance agency and expert in uh, life insurance this is dr carlos sanchez this is the hispanic Timber connection thank you for being with us we'll see you again next week gracias